Welcome to the first episode of the Unathletic Podcast. My name is Ahir Foster. Today I have with me my co-hosts and co-founders of A-Game Media, Navar and Adi. We're going to be talking about doing the sports side of podcasts and what we got on different lanes. But today we're going to be talking about our experience with sports, you know, how, what it means to us and how it affected our lives, even though we are the unathletic. <laughs> yeah, Adi, talk yeah. about Adi Navar. Talk about like sports and how it affected you guys in your in your whole just lives in general. Well, first I want to kind of just ask a quick question about like, can we share about what brought us to the unathletic and oh yeah, you know, yeah. what was the idea <laughs> let's bring, behind? Let, let's bring it. Let's bring that back forward. Adi, like yeah. talk about the first idea about the the unathletic podcast yeah um so the three of us kind of we kind of just came to the realization that you know we have vast amount of experiences in various like you know um things and so sports is like a common you know interest for all of us right um whether it's through following sports now whether mm-hmm. it's like football basketball whatever the sport may be as well as kind of just growing up having played sports that is like a common passion that we all share and at the same time we also felt that I think it would, it would be an interesting conversation, like slash, slash segue of a lane, to incorporate into a game media, which is kind of what we thought about, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah I think uh, I think that's a good aspect. I think you know just building. I mean, the three of us we have a great dynamic that you know I think that as we've talked about, we can speak to in almost anything and day three. Yeah, so you know the the three musketeers or the three stooges you know whichever you prefer dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> but uh not yeah. one not two not three so Threesomes. bringing this to sports you know so you know, i think we all have some already play badminton a hero <laughs> play I'm sorry, we can't be saying that because badminton's actual sport. I would play around with my friends back in high school, like, badminton's not no sport. And it's like, what you mean? It's legit, man. man. It's legit. It's Dude, legit. That I mean, lost hard on that thing. <laughs> it's hard trying to hit the broke so many little badminton rackets. <laughs> that snap oh, is vicious. Break back forward. Yeah, sports, man. Where do I start? Uh, growing up, I played a vast amount of sports, whether it was. Um, Baseball, uh, tennis, um, soccer, uh, volleyball, um, I picked up in college, and but ultimately basketball has always been like my favorite sport. Uh, growing up since fourth grade, whether it was like playing various YMCA leagues to kind of, you know, playing AAU, like more competitive, uh, to high school and varsity, just kind of, uh, just even playing with friends, you know, I think that's been like, well, that was probably my first true passion in life, you know, where it was like love for the game i was willing to do like literally whatever it took to get whatever it takes to get better as well as it was kind of like a sacred place for me where it's like if i was having a bad day or just you know some other stuff in my life weren't like really solid just going around just shooting you know shots um just just playing the game was like a sacred place to me so like shoot or shoot always <laughs> still you know, put your shots as up. a lefty 
Got that lefty stroke. But um, go Lakers, but no. I shoot left-handed. You know, so I just have to clarify. Y'all be, y'all be, y'all be really going the wrong way <laughs> right, with that. Just asking this legit question. Um, so yeah, that's uh, kind of long story short about me. Sports, yeah. how it's impacted me. Yeah, I think. Uh, so with myself, I think sports has always been something that I've always loved to do. Um, I remember like my earliest thought about like doing anything athletic was when I actually ran track in like second grade. Um, we had like this little track meet and it was like a day thing. It wasn't nothing serious, but, uh, I went out there and my dad prepped me for this whole thing. He had us drinking like, uh, what is it? Like spaghetti water because there's a ton of like carbs in it because like the, when you actually boil spaghetti in the water, it just gives you a little bit more carbs and so it gives you a little bit more fuel to burn. So, and to me, I mean, I just was like, I'm like I just want to go out here and run. I just want to go out here and have fun. And my dad like took it like super seriously. It's um, always funny. The parents always take more yeah, seriously. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I actually went out there and I actually, I think I ran a 100 and got second place. And it was probably like something smaller because, you know, for a little two. Yeah. So and then I also did the the shot put, which is like a, a softball and throwing the softball. And I, I got two awards that I still have to this day. And I think that that's where like my competitiveness kind of started to grow from there. So it wasn't uh, participation. Trophies. It was not. <laughs> Participation trophies came after my time. <laughs> Here's your competing trophy. Good job. Good job. But I got awards. <laughs> the gift certificates too. Man. Can't yeah. Gift certificates. <laughs> yeah. But I think yeah, it, it you know I think it's something that as I also played high school football. I went out for basketball, that wasn't my thing, you know, couldn't, you know, quite get that ball to bounce around the way I needed it to. <laughs> but, uh, building houses with those bricks. <laughs> dang. But, I mean, I've, I've also, I've always been pretty athletic when it comes to, like, playing any types of sports, you know, just being in control of your body is something that is really hard. Um, to mm-hmm. some people, you know, they have two left feet is what they say, you know. <laughs> so, footwork. But, yeah. Might work. Light work. But yes, I think that that's, I've always had a pretty good, like, play with sports, you know, and doing sports. I've never been a big follow sports type of person. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, I think for me it goes both ways, right? I really love watching sports. To this day, you can ask both my mom, my dad, my, my uncles. For some reason, I've always remembered sports stats, and... The, everything that happens within sports when it comes give to sports dads in the background. My mom was like asking like where's um, Paul Gasol from? The Gasol brothers is like they're from Spain, Spain mama. Yeah. Um, it's just a little simple like that. It's something simple like um, I don't I can't you ask me a question I'll try to come up with it but I can't it's like not right. You know. How not. many home runs does Barry Bonds have? 750, 762 actually. Ooh. I want to check that real. Let's fact check that. Fact check me real quick. Let's but that. When, it, when it comes to that, it's just um, like when sports, like one of the biggest things that we've done was playing baseball, right? Baseball is a huge part of our family. We played basketball with what with CYO, nothing too big with um, AAU. I think it was harder for us to play travel, trying to do travel was because, you know, we were, for the longest time we were raised by a single mom. And yeah, it was 762. Like, 762, dang. So it's just like we're raised for the longest time before my mom got remarried. We're uh, we're raised by a single mom. So she was working as a nurse during the night times. And so doing Little League in our local area was easier. But trying to do everything traveling, 
you have to pay for it, relying on, you know, all the transportation, having other parents take us. It's just, it just didn't really fly. It just didn't really fly with us at the time. Don't get me wrong, it would have been dope playing travel ball. But, you know, that we just didn't get the opportunity just because our circumstances were different. Even to a point where our mom was so dedicated to us that she managed our t-ball team. Even though t-ball is such a small little thing, it's just like the fact that she's working full-time mom, full-time nurse, and she's managing our t-ball team. That's a lot of dedication, so I think that's why baseball really drove us to really, you know, we did it. We did it for moms. Um, she, I remember one of my best games I had when I was a kid was I threw 13 strikeouts um, as a pitcher and wow. in, in six innings, and then you know I still had that game ball to this day. Seven zero would beat the A's against the Twins, <coughs> and it was just like I was I was like 10, 11 years old, and even then it's just like I'm I'm 24. That was like 13 years ago. It shouldn't really matter too much, but. It's just like we've like baseball. We excelled. We we really did. As soon as we got older, though, we were playing for so long. We just like just lost the love of it. You know, you when you play something for so long, you lose the love of it. But basketball, is something I've always loved. Um, I think it was just I fell in love with the sport all over again. Working for the Warriors because being set in like that corporate environment, but watching everything that happens on the backside of the Warriors, but as well as like how you actually see them play. Like, dude, this is dope. It it brought me back to my middle school days when we were playing. That's how I became really, you know, my best friends, who are also our stakeholders, Marcus and Cameron, playing on the schoolyard, playing on the blacktop, playing on the middle school teams. It's just, that's just something that, you know, we, you share. And I think a lot of the times when it comes to sports, you build a lot of valuable relationships. That helped me Ooh. characterize, um, be able to build character. It helped me to become as hardworking because the thing is, we're not about the participation trophies. We're not. We were always the teams that either, if we finished last, that was a horrible season. But the thing is, we like my teams in Little League always competed for championships and All Stars to, um, to TOCs, which is tournament and championships. So tournament championships for Little League is when you win your city's division and then you play against other cities within the district. And I was on three of those teams, and it's just that, and that's what it meant a lot. But. I think it really, sports really does build character and it helps you socialize. And a lot of those friends you become real close with because the thing is you're spending a lot of summer days, like some time with your teammates. I think also uh, pre-participation uh, trophies, I think it gave you an ability to figure out and deal with a loss mm -hmm. uh, because you know you it's a feeling a loss is a feeling that most people don't like or you know some people don't like or you know, I mean we live we lose in everyday life and certain things you fail you you know I think a famous quote is if you're gonna fail fail quickly um, but you have to grow from those situations and I think that that's what is helpful with sports is because when you lose you have some people have this feeling that they do not want to have that loss again yeah, yeah. so they go and they put in the dedication to train harder uh, to do more drills to uh, study more and actually look at the tapes and figure out what it is that they can do better um, and I think that that's something that takes a lot of dedication for people in sports and brings a lot of drive to it definitely just going through you know sports and just kind of like for me especially like I wasn't when I first I think anyone when you first start something you're not the best at or like good at it unless you have God given natural talent right to not, a certain extent not us, but... um yeah um but like <laughs> So, you know, there's a little certain... It's in, a, it's in the jeans. All right, go ahead. Anyways. Certain level of um, time, you know, work ethic you kind of have to put in, right? You learn 
um, life skills in the sense where it's like, you know, nothing's given, per se, right? You have mm. to earn, like, True. your time to True. play. It's a it's a right that you earn to be on those all-star teams, yeah. like, whether it's winning an MVP of a season or just kind of uh, on a smaller scale, like, various games or tournaments, just anything you learn that, like, you have to perform all the time. Yeah. And when you're complacent, you get kicked back to the bottom and you have to build your way up again, right? As well as... <laughs> Um, Navarre mentioned like just being able to process losses. I think that is a valuable skill you learn in sports, mm-hmm. right? Um, because I think that shapes like a lot of the competitors you see today. Just even the top people, like well, listen, business, just in any field, like they had those growing pains and those experiences that they kind of helped mold them and kind of propel them forward, right? So uh, I think one thing is that really teaches me a lot of character was is doing Muay Thai. Muay Thai, you know, is a sport in kickboxing, but it's called the art of eight limbs. So you use, you know, your punches, your kicks, knees, as well as your elbows. So all four of them, you with both, you know, times at two, times four, eight. But I th- that the reason why they taught me a lot of character was because I remember to get to the better you, the better, you, the more you go to train is the better you get. That's just the bottom line. But the thing is, you ask the right questions to become better. Because I remember when we do our sparring sessions, and I'll be kind of, I'll be leaving, I'll be kind of beat down just because I was like, man, I really got my ass whooped today. But it's also coming to a learning circumstance. It's like, all right, I got whooped, but now it's just like, all right, I'm gonna go to training the next day, make sure I work twice as hard, so I understand right and asking the right questions to really put in the work, so I actually know I'm not getting outperformed. And that's what I really like about the fight game, because you can tell who trains and who doesn't. Someone that just shows up like, all right, I'm going to just do it off of my natural talent. Well, you know, they beat that. I, I, that's what I like about uh, our home gym, our home Muay Thai gym. Shout, shout out to Mace Striking Arts. They, um, they, they, they're extremely, they, they make it like a home. It's a, it's a family. But they really weed out the individuals who are cocky. And, you know, you, I've been to some gyms, you know, just visiting, trying to see, like, how, how what they're like. You know, you could tell, like, the cocky individuals that are in there and just like, all right, that's not who I want to be with. That's not how I want to perform. But that's what I really like about the fight game. The fight game really, really weeds out those individuals. Like, don't get me wrong. You know, like, when you see the UFC, boxing, and everything like that, all, a lot, real, a lot of, there's a lot of talk, a lot of talk. And I get that. That's in competitive environment. And you remember sometimes when you go into the ring or into the cage, you know, you really are fighting for your life because the thing is one hit, like, you know, may he rest in peace, uh, Patrick Day, age 26, 27, just recently passed away from his brain injuries from a boxing match, right? Wow. It's just something. It's something like that where you know it's it's hard. It's it, it really is. But that's why you prep you prep yourself the way you do so you can defend yourself. That's why they say the ref says before uh before the fight protect yourself at all times, because even if the even if the the ring the the ring um the bell goes off or you know the whistle or whatever, it's just like you know sometimes you get hit. You know it happens. It really does. But that's what I like about the fight game. But it's also when it comes to martial arts, it really keeps you. They're like the martial art people. Martial arts people are like the nicest people you you'll meet. Like the the longer someone does it, is just really realizes like they're super nice, and you won't even know. You'll be talking to someone and just like, oh, well, dude, there's there a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, yeah, which because is because they they have this secret that they can secretly kick your ass at yeah, any point exactly. in time. Like, like they're so, like, you're gonna be laid back. I'll be super laid back. Like, nah, you're like, not even uh, you're not even worrisome to me. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's but the thing is, when you add all that sports and everything that we do, it's like it's a lot of life lessons are taught, and I love it. I love that fact. I mean, that's my hobby is Muay Thai. You know, that's that's what it is. I love basketball. But it's also, you know, sometimes basketball discourages you because some, you're playing with folks that are ball hogging. 
don't pass it, like ball hogging, always shooting it the first time they get a chance. And then they're always like trying like they're trying to try out for the Warriors. Especially twenty four hour on Bayfair. And it's just like it's just like it, that's not that's not fun to me. That's right. not that's not fun basketball. But when you train and with martial arts, people are real supportive. People want you to get better. You ask the right questions and they'll help you, you know. That's all that's what it's all about, it's a supportive environment. And that's what you know, you kinda of thrive in a supportive environment that helps you get to where you need to be. And that's what it should be for family, it should be with friends, work, sports, all of that. So with that, what is it, you know, between, you know, all of us, what is it that brings that idea of continuing to thrive with sports? Like what is it about sports that keeps you coming back, you know? What are you getting out of it? I know you kind of highlighted there are some things that are beneficial to your growth, but there's a lot of things that are beneficial to your growth that you don't do. Like, I mean, you should be eating tons of vegetables every day, but you yeah. don't do it. You know, so I think... We try. We try. Yeah. We try. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but with that, I mean, what keeps you coming back? What is that driving factor that keeps mm -hmm. you coming back to sports? And why is it so important in the roots of who you are? Yeah, um, I would say sports is like something I'm truly passionate about, right? Mm -hmm. Because I've seen how it impacted my life in that sense. And I think now just kind of being a personal development junkie and kind of understanding the mental side of things and trying to harness that um, is really interesting to kind of see. Like, you know, I was just reading a book um, recently um, called Relentless. It was by Tim Grover, Michael Jordan's uh, trainer. And just talked about kind of the, the subtle things that really separate like those who are at the top of their game um versus you know, so you're just coasting by and kind of like kind of seeing that now when i watch the game or two you can kind of see some things that are different like kind of the subtle mannerisms of kind of like what makes like lebron or steph who they are right mm -hmm. and so it's a good way to kind of just i guess connect those two dots per se but again i think it's more of a passion uh but at the same time right i think there's a level of growth where i look at things now it's like like that's cool like the warriors the warriors right but then the day i'm trying to win in my life Mm, right yeah, so yeah, yeah. i think i focus on my identity and kind of honing and growing that as opposed to just living vicariously through sports right true, i think yeah, that's true. the biggest paradigm shift i would say you know before it used to be like <clears throat> as a kid it was like it was everything right now it's just my that's cool at face value like don't get me wrong i have like my favorite sports teams like the lakers and the niners but you think Lake show, lake show all day, lake man. Show. For hey. um, but at the same time, like you know, I gotta win in my life for my family, like everyone around me. So that's kind of how I connect I think, those two. I like okay. what you said about um, how like I have these accolades that I'm focusing on. I gotta run my life. But the thing is, you know, it's cool what the Warriors are doing, right? And there's one book that I read called "Get Off Your Attitude" by Ryan Lowe. Something that he highlights is he went to LSU, right? And then it, the the biggest thing is like. Watching these guys be on the football field on TV or actually being there and like, dang, these guys are living their dreams. But what about my dreams? You know what I mean? Like the big, like the dream is to be able to play in the World Series. Um, bottom of the ninth, three-two count, bases loaded. You are the guy. You're the guy that it's either you strike out, they strike out, you go home. You know, pop fly, they you go home, you lost. But if you come in with a clutch hit, then you know, you, you want it and you're forever in history for the team and in the October history for the World Series that I came with the clutch hit. That's your dream. But the thing is, you know, sometimes as that weeds that out, what's your actual dream? You know, these guys are working on theirs, but I can't. What about mine? What do I want to do? But I think Colin, going, when I'm bringing it back forward, <laughs> when it comes to sports, <laughs> it's just, 
it helped me build relationships, valuable relationships. Um, I'm still close to a lot of the friends I have right now from middle school because we played on the football team with each other, because we played on the basketball team with each other. But it's also this, like, I'm not going to lie, the schoolyard bullshit that we did on the blacktop and on the turf field just playing as just kids. And that's the thing, though, that that's all our only worries was because of that. And, that's, and you know, that was a nice thing as a kid, but as we get older, you know, life kind of takes over, and we have responsibilities, of course, and sometimes you lose sight of, like, what made everything fun. So I think going back to sports has brought joy, into what we do but it also humbles me something that i like to see about with athletes and stuff like that is the swagger that comes with uh doing sports and you know you you have that own swagger because of what you do as a hobby with basketball with muay thai for me it's just really it's really helped me become real centered too as well you know i'm real centered i have a question for you guys though what when was it that you guys realized you guys want to be pro in the sports that you were playing uh, repeat the question one more time. When when uh when did you figure out that you probably weren't going to make it to the league in anything uh, any sport you're playing? Uh, I think it was when I went out for uh, well, I was looking to go out for college football, go play college football at like my local community college. Um, then I realized I just you know I was thinking about going and practicing, but I just found out that the difficulty of actually getting there was a lot harder than you know they were already looking at the people that they wanted and just the the process to practice for their team was just really vetted like they really needed to like be honed in on wanting you there because my school was uh, at the time they were like really focused on pulling people the best people that they could so they can you know, be the best that they were, which most schools are just like that. But when I realized, like, it wasn't as easy as I thought it was to actually go out and practice, I was like, okay, this is definitely not for me. So that's when I was like, oh, no, this is not going to happen. <laughs> Feel it. Um, my senior year in college, uh, high school. When did you realize badminton was a professional uh, sport? Or jacks. Crazy part of that was never the case. Um, but, no, I think just kind of with, with basketball being like my favorite sport and kind of just trying to see that through as much as possible I went um, to a <clears throat> scrimmage run with like some JUCO people at DVC and DVC is like one of the top junior colleges like in the like as far as basketball right and so trust me I go there yeah and so just going and scrimmage with some of those guys it was just like yeah there's levels to this as Meek Mill yeah. would say there's and so it. it was like no matter how much I say could have put like from an effort standpoint or just like work ethic there's just you know i think as you see the levels like there's just a lot of things that play a part into that right, so right. some is out of your control so i mean i think that was kind of what it was a i think when it really hit me moment yeah i think when it really hit me i've like i've always wanted to go baseball player um i think one of the biggest things like i really i love baseball growing up as a kid from the video games to just like just going out on saturdays double headers and stuff like that that we had, and like especially the spring. Like the spring, when once baseball starts, you got the new baseball glove that mom just purchased, and the new the new leather smell, new baseball bat. I just loved all that. Not just the accessory, but performing. I love doing that. But I think when it really hit me was like, all right, I started losing the love for the sport. I feel like I really could have pursued it a lot more in high school and yeah. really stand out. But I was more at the time. I was more about business. Like it was funny because. Back in the seventh grade, I still remember this conversation. So this guy, his um, Mr. DeGrazia, right? He was our basketball coach, but it's also a PE, um, PE teacher. 
he, I, I remember he was asking, so how come you didn't try out for the basketball team? And I remember I had this idea where I wanted to do make business cards and then put all these different accessibilities where I'll garden your, or do your leaves, I'll mow your lawn, do all these different things as a personal assistant. And I was tossing them out to people. And I, wrote, I would rather do that, make side money, than actually try out for the basketball the seventh grade basketball team. And a lot of my, my homies, like, you know, Cameron could attest to that, that I've always been entrepreneurship, start, starting from middle school. Middle school, I was doing people's homework for a dollar. And for a dollar, they would, like, I remember saving up to buy a skateboard with all that, you know? Wow. And that's also because I was getting 4.0s in, in, throughout middle school. Hey, you know what I mean? So I was like, dude. so that I was actually, so I would copy, I would remember their handwriting, write it down like that, and they would just put their name on it. And that's, here's my homework, home, their homework, because I was always right. Like, I, I was basically always right with with the things I was doing. All those statistics you were remembering, man. Yeah, all the statistics <laughs> I was remembering. But it's just like, it was crazy because, like, I would rather do that. So I think when it really hit me was just, like, I lost the love of the sports. I would still play basketball, like, for CYO and for Bancroft, like, my eighth grade year. Or, um, but I just, just didn't really, I didn't really care for, like, making it to the professional because I understood that there's other ways to be part of sports that's not being the athlete in it. Yeah. So I re- I understand that at a young age and just I was okay with it. And it was also because I reached the five eight and I couldn't become six four. Dang. <laughs> but shout out to those genetics. Shout out to those genetics. <laughs> I, that's one thing I don't understand. My brother's six one, but my mom my dad's five seven, my mom's five two. Yeah, so you five eight. Your dad's and what? Huh? You say your dad's what? My dad's five seven, my mom's five two, and my brother's six one. Was, uh, but um, we also our uncle who's actually in town right now from Atlanta. He's six six, so he gets it from that side. I'm telling you, man, it's he's uh, six six. Does he who? Packages. He no, he swam. He's a swimmer, and in Panama, people don't really realize that. But in Panama, you know, like they they like with the racism and segregation in Panama, people didn't realize like so they couldn't swim in the pool. Where they learned how to swim was in the canal, and became strong swimmers because the canal has different you know, currents yeah. with trying to swim against the the uh, the current that the ships produce like they became strong swimmers and you know, i think it's that's a lot better olympic practice than actually swimming in damn pool that's true <laughs> yeah but um it's yeah. yeah so it's just like that's just one thing when it comes to sports what it means to me but you know this is was our first episode of the unathletic podcast people if you think that we know what we're talking about sports you are right if you think we just sound like unathletic fools you are also right navar adi thank you so much for being a part and actually being able to extend for the unathletic podcast my name is ahira and we'll see you later